I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Episode 145 of The Sportive. Hi, everybody. I'm Brandon. With me tonight is John. Hi, Brandon. How you doing? Good. And Stu? Waves out February 11. Waves out. Oh, good. That's great. Thank you for the uh, information. I'm very excited. Uh, We are waiting patiently on our fourth member, Clarence, who's out due to inclement weather, as, as most of Minnesota, but he actually has land to tend to. So he uh, hopefully we'll check in at some point. And it's I really not that bad up here, by the way, Brandon. I just want to point that out for a change. It's not terrible in St. Cloud. Not great. The roads are shitty in town, but uh, it's not. It's not terrible. Usually, for St. Cloud and Minneapolis are an hour and a, hour apart, and yet their snowfalls are basically opposite. Yeah, it's pretty sharp. Mandy drove, uh, she had to work in Maple Grove today, and uh, she, she did not enjoy that drive home at no, all. No, that's not a fun drive home. But, um, like, yeah, Maple Grove was like the edge of where the really heavy stuff is, I think. And I know people are downloading this to hear us talk about <laughs> Snowfall. And uh, yeah, you want to you want to talk a little bit about the Calcutta Copper? You know, <laughs> as the swings up, as the zips, up, zips down, make effect. As the unofficial uh, person who moves thing a lot things along on this podcast, I ordinarily would be screaming at both of you to shut up within five seconds. But <laughs> there isn't a whole lot going on. This is one of it's got to be one of the top five worst sports weeks in general. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's the middle of winter, it's the Super Bowl bye week, so there's not a ton going on. I think. All everybody else is talking about right now, because the only thing else in the news is caucus results. So I think if we just just mm-hmm. shy away from that, almost anything else will will be improved from the general daily conversation elsewhere. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's our baseline that we're setting for our listeners. We're going to be better than talking about the caucus. That's our that's our goal for you this evening. Uh, so starting out with the uh, most confusing and least newsworthy news. Um, I just had a question because I haven't been paying close attention. Is Ted Bridgewater in the Pro Bowl? Well, the Pro Bowl is Yeah, Was he? Excuse me. I'm sorry. Was he? He was in the Pro Bowl, yes. I feel vindication as as a Teddy backer. Uh, yeah, the, the <laughs> Teddy truthers were displeased. <laughs> I don't feel vindication because 129 NFL players are named to the Pro Bowl at some point. It's like the All-Star game now. 
Everybody ends up being an all-star game. The American League ends up with 44 players that get me into the all-star game, and the NL ends up with 37 somehow. If you told, me, that, if you told me that Robert Blanton got into the Pro Bowl, I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah there's three or four people are going to say no, and then they're like, I don't know, he he lives near there, his he'll, ticket yeah, would be show cheap. Up. You know, we'll pay for you. Know, if, you if we go halfsies on airfare, he'll show up. So. Have, they announced, have they announced the all-pro teams yet? I don't think so. I think that is an after the Super Bowl thing. I don't know. I would have no clue on that one. No, the AP did release the the All Pro team. AP made the All Pro team. That's something. Oh, great! Good oh, for him. Great. Uh, that's good that he got that. I would be totally fine if he never played another game for the Vikings. Yep. And I know that we've talked about this before whether it's because he's an asshole or not. I'm going to say strictly for football reasons, I don't care how good he was. I don't think he made the offense any better, and I think running backs in general are kind of kind of stupid to be a, your feature. So don't let the door hit you. That's my point of view on, on AP. It's always been so weird to me that there's an all-pro team, but then there's the Pro Bowl, which has nothing to do with the all-pro team. They, they're not associated whatsoever? No, it's the all-pro team is just here are the best players in the league at each position. It's as, like, as voted on very by, by who? I feel like if baseball, instead of having an all-star game, at the end of the year just named one guy at every position who was the best guy. Why don't they do that? Why haven't they done that for every... They, that should be a thing, right? Well, except that it would be have the exact same problem as the Gold Glove does, so where people just voted for the same guy every year no matter what. So I'm... I'm in favor of fewer baseball awards because the ones they have get so screwed up. But Right. I just prefer end-of-year awards over mid-season awards. Yeah, that's true. If possible. I like the NBA has like first team, second team, third team because I think that really helps you when you look back on somebody's career. And obviously MVP is a tough thing to gauge because nobody gets more than a couple. But all the other first team, second team, third teams. And those seem to be not really a popularity contest. Maybe... I don't know why it is what it is about basketball if it's just easy enough to tell, but there's usually not like a legacy guy who gets to be second team or first team just because he was in years past. But maybe I'm wrong. The story maybe of my you life. are. No, it's that sounds right. Yeah, so I don't know what it is about about that in particular. Yeah, yeah I'd love to tell you how, how Teddy did in the Pro Bowl, but I I sure as shit didn't watch the Pro Bowl. <laughs> no. I don't think anyone else on this podcast well knowing that i just asked if he has made the pro bowl with that, <laughs> you can tell how closely i've been paying attention and to i it. think wasn't it was it not the same night as the uh hockey all-star game john Marthaller? i what night was the pro bowl <laughs> uh it was sunday was wasn't it weekend? i think both all-star games were on the sunday last sunday oh yeah as it I turns think. out it did was yeah. there any interesting ho- i know there was some guy that that and that got voted in by fans, even though he's sort of a borderline player. Yeah, well, he's not even a borderline player. He's a minor leaguer. He's a minor leaguer that fans... was it? Did they do it because he's just a generally good guy, or was it just a straight-up goof? It was a straight-up goof. It, it wasn't for any particular reason, like, well, this guy is the man of the year, and yeah, he's a nice enough guy, but... But he's not like the he, David Eckstein of hockey. No, he wasn't... I mean, he, the only reason he's special is that he's six foot seven and can't skate. Oh, okay, cool. So somebody thought it'd be funny to vote this guy who can barely move around to an all-star game that's featuring a three-on-three format this year. And it turned out it was mildly funny. He laid out Patrick Kane at one point, which was pretty funny. The whole game was was, three-on-three? Is that what you're saying? 
Yeah, they played a little three-on-three tournament. Brandon, our impact is growing. Our impact. This is just glorious. What a oh, day. I did not know that. That's The whole game was three-on-three? Yeah, they had a little they had a little mini tournament. Oh my god, that's awesome. The whole game yeah. was three and three. Now all they have to do is is do our second uh the second best idea I think we've had was making the whole plane out of the black box. If they do that, <laughs> then we know people are listening people are that listening. matter. People that matter. Wow, that's great. That, that is, is awesome. I'm, and I'm and John, you said it was fun. I, I didn't see it, but the people who did watch it said, eh, this was more fun than past years. So, Well, yeah, it's three on three. It's a better product. It's, there's more goals. Oh, man, how far are we from the whole league becoming three on three? Oh, it's going to be awesome. Well, I, I've i said it before. It's time for the all-star game to go pond hockey. Forget yes. goalies. You don't need goalies. Just three on three pond hockey, a little, little mini rink. Yep. Just let these guys sure. torch each other. Just with I, just shin guards, just shinnies. That's all you need. And I gotta believe that after Alex Ovechkin torches Sidney Crosby for like the fourth time, eventually Crosby will just snap and start punching him. And that's what I want. I want, I want eight year olds fighting on the backyard rink to come to the NHL. So that's what I'm looking for. Here. John, can you take Stu and I to school? We're not experts. Um, Sid Crosby and Ovechkin are they still kind of the Two top dogs in the league? The alpha dogs. We call them the alpha dogs. Are they the alphas? The ADs? Ovechkin's having a heck of a season, and Crosby is always going to be famous because he's been the game's best player for about six, seven years. His scoring is down this year, if I'm not mistaken, but it's still... It's still sort of that argument about, well, which one one of these guys is better? Okay, so... Which one of these guys is more useful? And what's their reputation? Is... Is one of them known as being cool and the other one's a wiener? Or everybody hates, everybody hates Crosby. <laughs> so everybody hates Crosby because he's a wiener? Is he like a Joe Maurer type? Or is he a... No, he's he's more of a whiner type. Oh, he's a I'm whiner. I'm trying to think of somebody good to compare him to. Pierzynski? Well, he's more Bush League than a whiner. Yeah, is more Bush League. Pierzynski's more not that good, but annoying. I'm trying to think of who else is good. Kevin Love also is constantly complaining. Maybe, maybe a Kevin Love kind of person. Just a giant baby. If LeBron complained about the refs like Kevin Love did, that's what Sidney Crosby would be. That's great. Okay, and what's Ovechkin? (laughs) Ovechkin is who would be Ovechkin? Does he speak in a comical accent like Yakov Smirnov? Uh, a little bit. He, like all Russians, he is hilarious to listen to. Awesome. Um, he just likes skating fast and shooting the puck and not doing a heck of a lot else. Uh-huh. That's so, great. Maybe like Pistol Pete. He might be the Pistol Pete of hockey. Whoa. That's wow. a pull. That is a pill. <laughs> the millennials are like, what? Huh? Huh? Huh. Okay. Pete Maravich was a uh, basketball player, everybody. He went by uh, Pistol Pete because he shot the ball a lot, and he was awesome. He's a little white guy, right, who scored like 40 points a game. We call college. him a gym rat, Brandon. He was a gym Coach rat. Of course kid, he was. Gym rat. Pistol Pete was sort of Steph Curry before Steph Curry. Pretty much. He could make anything. He made every, but he never, never was on any good teams ever. So maybe, maybe Alex hard. Ovechkin is Steph Curry before Steph Curry was widely acknowledged to be the best basketball player in the universe. Maybe James Harden. Yeah, there you go. Just bulldoze to the hoop, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe something like that. 
and then Ole on the other end of the court. Yeah. <laughs> Ovechkin is more more in the Danny Healy mold of, hey, guys, I'm open. When you're done playing defense, just pass the puck to me, Alex Ovechkin, who's standing on the red line. Just don't give me the keys. I'll kill somebody. <laughs> oh, sorry. That was Danny Healy, not Alex Ovechkin. Sorry. <laughs> just to get on the record. I, I, just to get on the record, Danny Healy killed impugn- the guy. Danny Healy is the one who killed the guy. I wish to not impugn Ove- Ovechkin Go while Wisconsin. impugning Healy as much as possible. Yes, um, Ovechkin is large and has a team of lawyers. And yes. I'm pretty, I, yeah. I think oh, we, God, we've heard God, through God, the grapevine yeah, that, that they're all God. listeners. Yeah, that was not what I meant. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, let's stick with uh, hockey because I have some questions. Ooh, puck talk. Let's get into some puck talk. John, can you walk me through your, your, your current mental state as a fan of the Minnesota Wild? I would say it's... <laughs> a gunshot rings out in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> and we never heard from him again. Uh, depressed and expecting the worst, Brandon. When I saw that they had lost earlier tonight, I thought to myself, well, I'm not surprised by that. They may lose every game they play for the rest of the season. We're into that kind of that kind of mindset, wow. I think, at this point. The lull they're remains. They're out of the playoffs. If they <laughs> yeah. in today, they not be in the playoffs. They're not only out of the playoffs, they're sixth out of seven teams in the Central Division. What? Wow. Which... Everyone, everyone is, is noting that Central's loaded, though, right? The Central is loaded, and everyone's noting that oh, they fell behind Nashville and Colorado for the final playoff spot, which is true. But it's also worth noting that that everybody in their division, they're basically just behind everybody in the Central right now. Yikes! <laughs> so it's like you know the Wolves teams that are in the like the Garnett teams before the one good year they had. They were just you know. In the in the rear of a really good conference, yeah. They, I mean, they're plummeting with no hope in sight. Oh, so they've, also they've very Timberwolves esque. They played fifty games and they've won twenty three of them. So, oh wow, that's that's not a not a very good hockey team. Do you guys want to talk about some some nerd stats, hockey nerd stats? We got oh, Corsi. Are we going to do Corsi? We're going to do playoff probability from Hockey Reference. Well, that's not really a hockey nerd stat, but I'm on board. Okay. Do, I'll, I'll do Corsi after you do uh, hockey reference, because I wrote something down from Corsi. Oh, good, 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 good. Okay, well, I'm going to start by asking John, what is the percentage chance that the Minnesota Wild makes the playoffs? Now, remember, this is not the specific Minnesota Wild team, but it's their goals for, goals against, against their competition, how many games they have remaining, and then the record and performance of all the other teams. So historically speaking of the X amount of years the NHL has been in existence, a team like this, what percentage of the time would they make the playoffs? Okay, so I'm guessing what's on Hockey Reference, not what I think. I want to hear both, but first let's start with Hockey Reference. Uh, Hockey Reference, I think, says that they have a... 42% 42% chance of making the playoffs, whereas I think they have a 4.2% <laughs> chance of making the playoffs. So this is weird, but they currently have a 56% chance of making the playoffs. Really? Yes. That's not a thing. That's very odd. So Colorado has a 61%, Nashville has a 58 and the Wild have a 56 And Really? St. Louis is a 91% chance because they're... They have a good record, but their SRS is pretty low, so they seem like they've been getting lucky, it looks like. Obviously, knowing I know nothing about any of these teams. I couldn't tell you one person on the Blues. So I am Brett purely... Hull. 
Brett Hull or Adam uh, Oates. Wayne Gretzky. That's all I got. It's sad right. that you remember Gretzky on the Blues. I know, I know. Well, it's just so weird. Yeah, suck with me. So that I don't know how those stats stats add up to to what they do, but yeah, it's it sounds to me like the the hockey reference thinks that nine central division teams are going to make the playoffs. How many? Only five of them can make it. What hockey the fuck reference. are you doing, Van Sluten? Only f- he doesn't fuck? run it anymore. <laughs> well, the third team in Pacific, Anaheim, has a forty-seven percent chance. See. That's not a thing because they, one of them has to make. Oh, but Arizona's yeah. right behind them, so that's why those are those are both like forty six percent chance. So three There's, teams from the Pacifics are going to make the playoffs. They have to. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. So something about Colorado sixty one, Nashville fifty eight, Minnesota fifty six, and they're just pulling down St. Louis at ninety one, and then the other two are at ninety nine. So that math is a little a little goofy to me. I'm sure it makes sense because those guys are a lot smarter than I am, but. I don't know. I don't understand how it is making sense. The, I prefer to not understand the numbers and question them anyway. Yes, that's good. That that's actually the sportive way. That's I would how say I like to live. If that hopefully that makes wild fans feel a, a tiny bit better. Although I think I probably just riled you up into well, telling you math is, that you don't believe in, which is totally fine. But if I can continue down that path, SRS is their uh, their main rating system. And SRS has them as as still a better team than St. Louis, Colorado, and Nashville. The the thing is that doesn't take into account them losing ten out of their last eleven games. There is no I mean? recency bias in this, correct? Yep. And yep. there should be, right? So at Football Outsiders a few years ago put something like that in, like the most recent games are weighted heavier, and it, it's a lot different for football, obviously, because there's fewer games, but. But yeah, I don't think that's a component of SRS. It purely is just the the score against the competition. So I don't get it. Yeah. I thought maybe I was cheering you up, but I don't. I don't. I don't well, think you did. I think you didn't sadder. I, mean, I don't think <laughs> pointing out that they were good for a while and now are terrible is going to cheer me up because it feels it feels more like looking looking at the numbers and watching them play. It feels more like. They were a bad team that got lucky for a while and now is bad than a good team that's just going through a real rough stretch. Gotcha. And even in past years, like last year, they had a big swoon and then they came back, but that was mostly because Devin Dubnik had an amazing performance for the last 40 games of the season. It wasn't because they were a good team and it just came out of them. It was like, well, finally finally they've got good goaltending and since they're getting excellent goaltending, somehow they're winning every game now. But I'm given to understand that Dubnik is still playing well, though, is he not? He didn't play real well tonight. He gave up five goals, and at least two of them, maybe three of them, were pretty soft. I've but I've, been, to- I've been told the Islanders aren't that bad anymore. No, the Before Islanders the game, I talked to a hockey insider who said the Islanders weren't that bad. Top in the they're, Metro. They're, they're, the they're, they're coming bad, on big. Giving up five goals to anybody is pretty bad. Wow. So Dubnik's not good enough for you anymore, is what you're saying. <laughs> oh, Stu. What is your Corsi number you wrote down? <laughs> oh, my Corsi number. Let me get that. Let me get that. Can you hear that? Yeah. Crinkle, uh, crinkle, crinkle. Yep. In the last 20 games, the Minnesota Wild are 25th in Corsi. There's 30 teams in the NHL, for those of you playing at home. There's 30 teams in the NHL, and we are 25th. The, Vic- the, Viking, the hockey Vikings hockey are Vikings. 25th. Is that even strength, Corsi? 
Um, that is even strength Corsi. Okay. Because everyone knows Corsi is like shot attempts, you know, the shot attempt differential at even strength. Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. No and one they're denies only, They're only ahead of Ottawa, um, Who's Buffalo, terrible. Colorado, New Jersey, and Vancouver. Only <laughs> one of those Colorado. teams is in the playoffs. Colorado's in the playoff picture, but they're always terrible in the possession stats. Yeah. Always, always. Yeah, so they're 25th in Corsi. And that's if that's a, not bad enough, and that is bad, right? That's bad. That's bad. Um, since the solstice, the Wild have the third worst power play in the NHL. 8.1% yep. conversion. Basically, that's since the solstice. You, you, you look at possession, and it's possible to outplay your possession with some combination of good, good special teams and good goaltending and a high shooting percentage. And all of a sudden, none of those things are really working for him anymore. It was, it was funny. There was a long, a long Mike Russo blog post today that basically had Mike Yo saying... That was, that, was a, that was redundant, by the way. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it was, was a Mike Russo blog post. It today. was the second shortest one of the year at only 3,700 words. But he basically... Yo apparently had finally found out where the analytics department lives. And so he had talked to them and noted, well, we're getting about the same number of shots. And Can you guys order yeah. sandwiches? I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. We're getting about the same number of shots, and they're about from the same spots. So we feel like we're doing well. And nobody seems to have pointed, them out, pointed out to him, uh, Mike, what this means is that your absurdly high shooting percentage is now regressing to the mean. And so what you're telling us is that your team was always this bad. They just got lucky before. That's that's what you're coming up with here. Now, for those of you who are not great hockey minds, um, 8% is terrible for power play. Um, by comparison, the St. Cloud State Huskies, number two in the cut pairwise, are 32% on the power play. Are they really 32%? They're, 32%. They're ridiculously good on the power play. Got to make that a call. A the Wild got to make a call and have those guys down and teach them a few things. I'm just saying. Get them on the a practice thing ice. A thing to come up here to the concrete bunker and just let them, let them hang out for a while. Mm-hmm. It's right by my house. We can, you know, I can, you know, want to know where to go. I've heard a lot worse ideas. Yeah. So. Stu, do you have a lot of students that live in your neighborhood? I have a couple down the block. You know. Are they loud? Yes, they're loud. Are they an eyesore? Is there, no, is they're really not an eyesore. An eyesore? You, know. you mean the we're, people? We're, we're more, I'm more worried about Islamophobes in my neighborhood than I am about college students. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's really... That's, yeah, it's a, minor, it's a minor concern that they might be drinking some Keystone lights out in their backyard of their mm. rental house. You can always count on St. Cloud to really make Minnesota look good. You really can. It's just, it's great. So Not much snow. A lot of Islamophobes, no, no. though. <laughs> <laughs> That's the oh, forecast. God. That's the weather. Low on yeah. snow, high on hatred. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, but yeah, the, um, yeah, if you want to, I don't think John really wants to talk about the uh, performance of the Gopher hockey team and their little, the no, North we, Star Cup. We can talk about it. It was, it was pretty bad from pretty what bad. I'm given they, to understand. They, 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 they let Bemidji State let them hang around and almost bit them, but Bemidji State <laughs> ended up beating them. So, I, so, I, so they were – Gopher Hockey was terrible. And well, then, they're still in first place in the Big Ten, I think, aren't they? I was just, yeah. They got better, and then now they're – Okay. The Big Ten is just a terrible conference. Yeah, but they're going to get, like, you know, all you – they're going to get into the – what I like to call the postseason tournament of hockey – 
and you know, just you get, you get in there. I think Bre- um, the person who um, is not here yet mm-hmm. um, has said that he predicts them to take out the Huskies in the uh, college hockey um, playoff final happy time. That's thing. a that's a bold prediction, as so, we say, right? Yeah, that is Husky, Huskies will hit the Gophers' ass if they play them, I and mean, you can write that in blood on my tombstone if you want to. But um, how wonderful would it be for me, not for Stu, if the Gophers <laughs> knock the Huskies out of the NCAA? It wouldn't right. surprise me because, you know, nothing good can – really, not, we don't deserve anything good here. But No, no. It would be even better if it was in the first round. Yeah, first round, one versus four, you know, to, uh, win a playoff game. It's like in Albany, New York or something like that, somewhere where there's like five people in the stands and <laughs> – or in Minneapolis, Minnesota, where there's five people, five in, the people in the stands. Yeah. There. Games at 10.30 in the morning on a Wednesday. <laughs> it's Clarence and John and Nadine Babu, and that's about it. A couple of years ago, one of one of the people I worked with was at Miriuchi for a year in which the Gophers did not make the playoffs. And so there was a regional in Miriuchi. I think it was Denver playing Miami or something like that. He said... At the time of the puck drop, he counted the people in the stands, and there were 52 people there. Jesus. Oof. Hockey hotbed, Minneapolis, Minnesota, drew 52 yes. people for an NCAA playoff game. We're Yikes. sure that Gary Bettman isn't in charge of college hockey. No kid. <laughs> we're, we're sure that he's not. Just... It's a, it, yeah. When does Gary Bettman's in charge of pro hockey, and Barry Alvarez is apparently in charge of college hockey. How terrible are things for hockey? It's just not good. You should just dedicate your life to curling at this point, I think. Yep. Everyone good. loves curling. Nobody doesn't like curling. Never lets you people, down. People willingly go to Chaska to watch curling. That's just awesome. That's right. Incredible. Chanhassen is a hotbed of curling. No, was it Chaska or Chanhassen? I think it was Chaska, wasn't it? If it was Chanhassen, Parker would already be on that shit. That's true. He'd be calling it Chanhappen, and then we'd all have to kill him. We'd all have to kill him, yes. It's true. It's true. <laughs> That's enough hockey talk, I think. What I do you think, think so. God, we did a half hour on hockey without Clarence. I'm glad. I'm glad we're moving on to curling talk now, though. Stu, good statistics out of you. Hey, thanks, man. Good numbers. I good. stole one from Giles and one from Hockey Wilderness, so that's I think good. That always set our sources. No problem. Oh, what was the name of the podcast you were on, John? That you like cheated on us with? Giles and the goalie, possibly Giles and the goalies. Oh, okay. When was they this? Were, this was at the winter oh. meltdown. After, were the in Florida? Was, after the whole event was over, they decided that they were going to record a podcast sort of up in a corner of Poorhouse. Mm-hmm. Then we got kicked out by a John Waters lookalike about after I'd been there for about five minutes. So that little mustache? He he looked like he was about 104 years old. Uh-huh. So Might have been a ghost. It was an old building. It was the old lumber exchange building, I think. So yeah, oh, I think yeah. it was a ghost. And then weirdly, a bunch of people with glow sticks on their head started. Chatting. That was weird. They that was yeah. There was like some sort of corporate holiday gathering, in like a room that was sequestered off from the uh, rest of the meltdown. And they all had like the uh, like you know when you send your kids out trick or treating, you like wrap like seventeen glow sticks around their neck and wrist. Right. And they all had them on, and they were like cheering for like. You know, here's the sales leader for Bemidji, and they would all cheer, and it was, I, I don't know, it didn't look good. It looked, it looked bad. You guys don't Weirdly. drop Molly before your corporate events? Well, um, I do, but for different reasons. <laughs> I, I don't think that um, American public media appreciates that type of humor, Brandon. Sorry. And, um, I'm sorry, American would, public wish media. You wish you wouldn't do that. 
I'm really sorry. Je- Stu doesn't. Stu's not my dealer for Molly. <laughs> hmm. Well, so Brandon, was the Brandon. I have an important question. Yeah. What is Molly? Molly is a ty- is a drug, and it's similar to ecstasy. So, which is that's mm-hmm. why I mentioned the glow sticks it's, is it's, a very it's common ecstasy for millennials, basically, isn't it? Yeah, it's a pure form. Ecstasy apparently was had a bunch of strains to it that were people were having bad trips or they weren't getting the high they were expecting. So Molly's a little pure form of whether there's less other stuff in it or just again pure other things uh, or potentially just more drugs added to it. But it's supposedly a better experience. I of course have never tried it, but I do know that in most cases, if if you see somebody out and about in a glow stick. There's a chance that they're dropping Molly because the sensorial sort of thing with lights corresponds well with what you want to see and do and have happen when you're when you're on that sort of drug. So it does the name have anything to do with Paul Molitor? No, no. I don't okay. think so. I think he just was into cocaine. Yeah, All right. so, mountains of cocaine. Mounds. The one, the one so fact I thought drunk. I knew about Molly was not true. No. Was, well, you did party. know that he did uh, mountains giant, of cocaine. Mounds yeah. of cocaine. <laughs> that is true. Me, if, you're, if you were in Milwaukee in the early eighties, you would have done the exact same thing. Don't lie. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That there wasn't the stigma attached to it. I don't think at the time it was more like, no. hey, just calm it down. You're doing it like before games. Or Tim Rain said he was doing it during games. I think he was. He and a few others admitted that just different time, man. Yeah, different yeah. times. The entire 1986 New York Mets were on the cocaine. So, right, you know, must have helped them temporarily. They won. All I know is they won. Yeah, just There's saying. Nothing wrong with winning. Not saying. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Flags fly forever. I believe yep. is what they say. Um, kids, don't listen. To don't us. do drugs, kids. Don't listen That's to us. We're just yeah. Don't do Molly just because John said Molly was cool. We're old and one of us didn't know what Molly was until <laughs> Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, should we move on? Sure. What do you want to do? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I was thinking we could talk about the Gopher football team. Why? It's appropriate timing for Gopher football. Because Gopher football has their official, John, I'm going to try, but you're going to have to correct me. Official recruiting deadline or day is happening 
to the February third tomorrow, I believe. Well, is this where everyone like goes to their high school gym and puts on a hat? Yes, they no, all put hats it's like, on. It's like Harry Potter, like you know, they're in Slytherin or they're in Hufflepuff or whatever. The best part was the story of the kid a couple of years ago. He was a bigger he he was a big guy from a California high school, so he had this big ceremony, put on the hat at the gym, and everybody cheered for him and just went nuts. He was he like had a Cal hat and an Oregon hat and a Stanford hat, and he put on the Cal hat, and everybody went nuts and was so excited for him. And then Cal was like, "We didn't." recruit him we didn't offer him a scholarship we've never heard of him yes we don't know who he <laughs> yes uh i remember that that was absolutely insane he was just pulling he was doing a bit wasn't he he was he was no it wasn't a bit he was just one of those like got caught up in the hype and he was bragging to friends that he was gonna go somewhere and then nobody so he got caught up in it and i think he somehow Classic hoped he was gonna be able to decide that he wasn't going to go last minute but then they contacted the college and they were like uh he's not invited to play on our football team so i there was a long read a few years ago followed up on that kid he ended up at you know some sort of community college and i don't think he even played football there but uh that was insane Mm -hmm. that was an insane story but that probably won't be happening with the Gophers, although it'd be great if it did something interesting to happen yeah, besides I just want you to, their for a coach. Second, put, put yourself in the shoes of that kid sitting at this gym table in front of everyone, knowing that you've told them all that you're picking between these schools, mm-hmm. knowing that you're about to pick up a hat and put it on your head and pretend you're going to this and wondering if maybe there's just the tiny sliver of a chance that somehow this all works out. <laughs> I'm just going to fall asleep under this pile of coats, and when I wake up, everything will be okay. It'll all just be a dream. Yeah. So, dream. why did I tell that girl that I was going to Cal? Why did I tell my mom that I had football scholarships? Why did I lie to everyone, and why is it being... Why am I about to be called out for it so publicly? Yeah, my... um, This is a very, very much lower great of a story but we had a kid in high school who was amazing at hockey he was really 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 good and we met some and my other friend and i met some girls at a different high school and he told my friend told him that he was this really good hockey player and they came to a game and saw him in the stands while the kid who was really good was out playing hockey and they're like you you were so full of shit and he's like yeah sorry sorry no i definitely don't play hockey i'm not that really (laughs) good kid I don't understand it. I don't understand the idea of like this will this will work out somehow. This is going to happen. Teenage males are dumb. (laughs) Yes, yes. I think um, we can. Having been one myself, I can confirm. Dumb. Can confirm. I feel looking back on it that I was dumb until about twenty nine years old. I was dumb until about two weeks ago. Yeah, Yeah, I guess you probably always look back on it and say you were dumb at whatever age is five years ago, but... Yeah. My whole life, every year, I can look back and be like, last year, that guy, past John, was Mm -hmm. barely barely sentient. A mouth breather extraordinaire, but this year, I got it figured out. Current John. I know what I mean. Current John is Present day John has got these things figured out. What's Molly? (laughs) Yeah. I'm just I'm learning every day. Tomorrow I'll be like, man, when yesterday started, I didn't even know that Molly was a real thing, and now I know everything about. I Molly. thought it was a name for a lady, but it's drugs. 
Oh, boy. Uh, okay, so, John, was I right about the Gopher recruiting day? Yeah. Oh, shit, you were serious. You're actually going to talk about Gopher recruiting. Stu, it's uh, a real thing. Shit. It's an actual newsworthy <laughs> event tomorrow. Kidding. I thought this was another bit. No. Here's, here's the thing, Stu. I made the mistake of watching a couple of videos of Seth Green, who's the kid from Buffy the Vampire Slayer and uh, Austin Powers. <sighs> Oh, yeah, that's right. We talked about him one, one time before, and I thought you were literally talking about the actor. Yes. And Brandon was like, what do you think of Seth Green? And I was like, <laughs> I, know. I, I don't know. He's as an mine. Actor, <laughs> as a writer, I think he's been pretty critically acclaimed. <laughs> What's he doing? What the hell? No, he's the he's the quarterback who played at Eastridge, and then his family moved to Dallas, and so he played at Allen, which, as Brandon has pointed out, is the school that has like a $40 million high school football. Like a Friday Night Lights type of school. Yeah, and it all uh, is under construction because they fucked up building it. Really? Is that yeah. true? Yep. How did, they, how did they not build it, correct? I don't know. There was leaks, and there was probably some concrete that killed some people. I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure that's true. Huh, privatization in Texas, and it didn't work out. Not odd. That's, that's, Isn't that weird the that's way that weird. works out? Huh. Um but Allen was a huge powerhouse, so he obviously was gonna he was gonna go there and and be amazing, and then go to Oregon and and set the world on fire, and that didn't really work out, right? Because I don't think he played a whole lot in yeah, Texas. There's a, there was a whole big story. It turned out he he went down there for his senior year, and Allen ran this big spread offense, and Green had been not a spread quarterback, and so the story at least insinuated that that hurt him in this competition, and so the the, there was a junior kid who was a starter instead of Green, but then they sort of split duties for most of the year. And then in the playoffs, they played this other kid, and then they put Green in another game. Anyway, it doesn't particularly matter the details. He played some, but at the I, I think in part because he wasn't playing a lot in Allen, Oregon sort of started recruiting other quarterbacks. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, you still you sure can come, but there's also three other quarterbacks in this particular recruiting class. So what do you think about playing safety? Have you ever... Yeah. we got a decent track team. What about weak side linebacker? How do you feel about there? So is Seth Green known as a... Is he, what's his makeup physically? Is he a huge guy or is he fast he is, and athletic? He's tall. He's extremely fast. He's got a little bit of Teddy Bridgewater to him in terms of the throwing motion and that it's kind of... Rock hard. Just sort of a sidearm sling. I am rock hard right now. Except he clearly has a very strong arm. I I saw a video clip of him winging the ball about 60 yards downfield. So assuming that somebody can go to him and be like, you know, Seth, let me just suggest something to you. What if you threw the ball overhand? Yes, that would be good. You know, maybe release it somewhere above your shoulder. What do you think? What do you think that might do it for you? Like 95% of successful quarterbacks. Yeah. Like pretty much every successful Maybe quarterback. Maybe 100, now that I think about it. So theoretically, that'll help them a lot. And so naturally, because I'm a rube, I saw these video clips of him outrunning everybody, and I got excited and decided that he's the savior of the program. Oh, boy. He's the guy now, who's going to take us to the promised land. You're saying that because you're John. I'm saying that because I'm an idiot. Yes, <laughs> present day John. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, but what would the standard 
fan think of that video? I mean, is everybody talking it in the waistband with this kid? Well, the standard fan is... I think about like the twins. Every minor league prospect, according to twins fans, is headed for the Hall of Fame. Yep. Like right now, the twins, Sano, Hall of Famer, Buxton, probable Hall of Famer, Max Kepler's going to the Hall of Fame for sure. Mm-hmm. Polanco, and, barely yeah. heard of him. I know he's going to be incredible. Jose Barrios, Zion. really, they should waive the eligibility requirement. Like, he doesn't even need to pitch in the majors before being elected to the Hall of Fame. That's how good he is. Yep. So, the, the same sort of excitement about Twins minor leaguers is the kind of thing that gets people excited about football recruiting. And in particular, a quarterback when we need one so badly. Yeah. And a local one-of-us guy. Yeah. The he, prodigal he, son. He got everything. Although, Mitch Leidner also had that, and people hated him for a long time last year. Whoops. So... So what's your outlook on, uh, is he going to play? Like, Well, as, as I think it was, I think Joe Christensen pointed out this morning, uh, Leitner's hurt and is having surgery on his foot or something like that. So this Demry Croft kid who was the backup this year and Seth Green are going to get a lot of snaps in spring practice and one of them will probably come out of that as the definite favorite to be the backup next year. Right, because then the other kid transferred, right? There was another quarterback. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Jock, Jock Parra, Jock who Parra. was from Roseville. And I think my dad, who now lives in Roseville, immediately transferred his sort of small townness. It was like, why don't they give this Parra kid a shot? He could, he, he can do it. He was great in spring practice. He threw like three pre- three passes in the spring game one year and completed two of them, and my dad <laughs> was on My dad was... Pretty much ready to go. So, right. My dad's going to hear this and call me up and be like, I didn't say any such thing. Yes, he did, Dad. It happened. Okay. So he, but he's gone, though. Yeah. He's gone. He transferred to Northern Iowa or North Dakota or something. Or he went to NDSU and is going to win 14 national championships. I bet it's fun being an NDSU football fan. Yeah. Don't they have some stud, like, going to be drafted fairly high or something? I thought I read. Probably. I don't know. Sport effect for now. Uh, okay, so so that's the big news for for the Gopher football team. Is there anything else going on from that angle of guys that are expected to be? Not really. They'll sign twenty one three star recruits tomorrow, and they'll talk about how all of them have a chance to be good, and some of them probably will be. But I don't. Other than Seth Green, I don't, I'm not sure there's anybody that's particularly necessary to get excited about. I don't know. Okay. It's not like there's some five-star kid from Eden Prairie that they've got committed. And if there was a five-star kid from Eden Prairie, he'd just go to Notre Dame or Ohio State anyway. So, Yeah, we still suck. That's right. Mm-hmm. Still suck. Going to have to win a few games before people start wanting to come here. Except after Oregon gives up on you before you even hit campus. Uh, following up on my what I just said about NDSU having a kid that's going to be in the first round, apparently their quarterback is a potential first rounder. Oh, Carson Wentz, I believe. Carson he's, uh, Wentz. He's definitely a first rounder from everything that I've seen and read and heard and gathered. That's incredible. Good for Fargo. Fucking fuck. Okay. Well, um, 
I think that's probably it for go for football, right? Stu, did you have any? I know you were really excited about this topic. Do you have anything else to, to uh, add? I have. <laughs> who, where is the uh, best player in Minnesota going? Is he going to, like, Alabama or Notre Dame or Ooh. USC? Hold on. I still have to tweet back at Stu who was making fun of us publicly. Publicly? While we're yeah. – he – Wow, that stings. You do this every single week, though, Stu. I don't know how I'm still so confused at why you're not paying attention yeah. to us half the time. No, I just, I, I Nobody just, hates the sport I, more than Stu. <laughs> I, I have just nothing to add to the, the college recruiting talk. I just I had nothing. Yeah, that would be a good thing for us to look up for the future, a good ongoing thing to monitor is all the, the kids that were losing to other schools where they're going this year. Sure, there's a couple Notre Damers always, and uh, a few others as well. So I don't know, John. You don't know off the top of your head, do you? Nope, not even. <laughs> what I just said about Seth Green is 100 percent of the information I have about recruiting this year. Well, you know what? We gave it a shot. We're trying, and again, this is still. I just want to remind the listeners: this is still better than talking about the caucus results. Yep. Okay, we could be talking about Don Trump right now, listeners. So be happy. I feel like we're pretty confident in what we do and, and enjoying this and all that sort of thing. But uh, so we typically don't <laughs> set the expectations that low. But you know, it's the week before the Super Bowl. We had to do something, and we already talked about the Super Bowl. So there's nothing more to add. I don't. I don't think there's been anything new with the Super Bowl. Right? It's just it is what it is. And Peyton Manning is old and bad, and could hopefully mm, pull one out of his true. ass. In order to po- in order to pad out the podcast later, we'll be reading the school closings. So, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, boy, good thunder! Two hours late, no morning kindergarten. Staples Motley, no after school programs. Bitch. Buses on plowed roads only. Actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, we forgot some huge news. The twins got their guy. They got their they got final the fucking missing piece. To 26, Team 2016. We don't even have Clarence here tonight to, to troll with his Team 2016. But they got him. Ladies and gentlemen, Carlos Quentin is now a member of the Minnesota Twins. You may remember Carlos Quentin from such years as 2005, 2006, <laughs> possibly 2008. Silver Slugger Award from 2008. 2011. May, I mean, I'm, going, I'm, I'm going to read his stat line from 2015 right now. Oh, please. Okay. Yep, yep. So it start. It's up. And that's his stat. That'll do it. Yep, yep. So that's. He, he I, retired. That he wasn't retired something we imagined. 2014. He retired. Yes. And now he wants to make a comeback. And why not with the Twins? You know, when you have retired and you're bad at baseball, who's that first phone call you have your agent? Jason Bartlett. <laughs> no. Do it the Bartlett way. You just call the Twins and say. Care this guy was I good. have any talent or value. Oh, the Twins. Now, if this was any other team, it would be like, yeah, why not take a flyer on them? You know, maybe there's a little, you know, a little gas left in the tank. You have a good bench bat, but yeah, but the, the Twins will charge him on opening day in the right That's in the right whole field. field. With Every the Twins, it's like, well, year. this is this is going to make us a better team right away, and you know, it's just, I just, ah, uh. it worked out so well with every other fucking guy they signed like this. <laughs> Roberto Kelly, Rondell White, Mike Joker, Lamb, Ruben Sierra. <laughs> God damn it. Bartlett obviously was the most recent one as well, but there are so many of them. Honestly, I'm trying to be as... This has to have worked out a few times, right? We're just sort of 
We're just being overly negative. Well, try to think of one. I'm trying. I'm trying really hard to think of an old. Somebody will, will hopefully. Oh, Brett Boone. I mean, he was fucking amazing. Yeah, he was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Lasted like four games. Joe and was Creedy. like found crying in the locker room. Joe Creedy, another one. Holy shit! Remember Tony Bautista? Oh my god, that was maybe oh. the worst one. Remember how they he was like him. handing out Bibles to to non-Christians and people are like, this is great. This guy is really, everybody loves him here. (laughs) Joe Creedy walked like Red Fox in Sanford and Son. (laughs) He had the back of a 75-year-old man and the twins were like, plug him in. He's in traction between innings. Oh, God. No, there's got to be somebody 35 and over that was kind of, we thought, on their last legs. I'm... The Twins... Tor- oh, Torrey Hunter, I guess, sort of, right? He was he was fine last, I guess. He did kind of drop yeah, off. Yeah, he was bad. He fell off a cliff, but he wasn't as bad as he we were joking. We thought he would be. Yep, yeah. He was just regular bad. Yeah, he was just a bad player, not life-changingly terrible. Yep, so I think maybe they're just thinking of Torrey, and that's the... And that even, even that didn't work out. That was as good as it gets. What year do you think they're going to sign David Ortiz? David Ortiz is going to be a twin in 2018. Yeah, because he'll retire, take a year mm-hmm. off, come back as like a part-time bat. Yeah, that'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Trip down memory lane. Um, no, he's... a story somewhere today that was like, twins add another big bat. Really? This guy that has been hurt his entire career and is now two years older than the last time he played pro baseball. And he's a he's a hothead too, right? Didn't he have to sit out for a year because he like punched a concrete wall and and lost? <laughs> that sounds plausible. It's a sport of fact. We're going with it. I think that Stu, you're right. If they didn't do this all the time, I would be okay with it. Not only yeah, I mean, though well, did they—it's it's a minor league contract. I mean, if there's anything there, maybe he's healthy. You get him for a year, where he like actually is like a good bench bat for you for like eighty, one hundred games or whatever you use him for. Then it's great, but it's gonna not be that way. It's gonna be like, oh, well, this is our. This is you know, people were saying we weren't gonna like you know sign anybody, and that's like, well brought in the 2008 silver slugger and we're gonna that that, fuck you yeah exactly i was gonna say not only do they do it all the time but they haven't done anything else for us to talk about yeah maybe they're hoping hop slams now so i'm I'm exceptionally bitter i think wow nice good for you bottles or cans because they're in cans Cans. too aren't they cans in st cloud we got cans oh my god nothing better i'm all cans we're at 100 percent cans in this house now yeah, yeah. Hop Slam is out on um, in store shelves, I think, and there's a fair amount of it out there, so it's not super hard to find. I don't think. That is good to hear. It mm. is so good, tasty, it's so good. Ten um, percent alcohol in a twelve ounce can, so just uh, be be forewarned about that. Is it the best IPA in your opinion, Stu? It is so good. I is think it the best. It's a double IPA. It's a double IPA, so that there's all sorts of different distinctions between sessions and regular and double and all that stuff. But what if I was to tell you I don't care and I'm still sticking with my original question? <laughs> it is the best eighteen dollars and forty nine cents I spent on a six pack in a long ass time. 
That's incredible. Uh, I think Pliny the Elder and Hop Slam are two most commonly praised Man, double I've, IPAs. I've had, I've had a half of one Pliny the Elder, and it was it was ass advertised. It was so good. Yeah, that's yeah, one. That's the t- number one on my Zachary list. Floyd, um, and it was it was great. Friend of the show, former friend of the show. Guest. We um, we'll have him on again. We'll record half the show and we'll post it. So. Once in future guest. Mm-hmm. Zach Floyd. Uh, Abrasive is also up there in most circles. Very true. Yeah. But Hop Slam is, is an event. It's, it's something that gets you through the, uh, that gets you through February, I would say. Just get, just rip roaring drunk, barely can walk to your bed. It's good times. And base, or unless you're Stu, then you just start trolling your friends that you're actually talking to on Twitter. Yeah. That is true. It's another way to Publicly do it. Probably ripping the people who are currently talking to you. So no, it was mostly it was mostly me just copping to not knowing a goddamn thing about college recruiting because we just don't really have that type of culture up here. Stu, I don't know if you've noticed this, but in the past like two weeks, John in particular has been prepping like crazy, and he's actually doing research. And mm-hmm. um, I can tell this is, this is an adjustment for all of us that he actually knows what he's doing and talking mm-hmm. about, except of course for drugs. So we still have to educate him <laughs> on that sort of thing, but. Uh, I've missed a lot of things, like anything to do with popular culture. Popular culture. What is SMAC? SMAC? And anything to do with drugs. And alcohol. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll still help you with that, but uh, it's an adjustment that we're, you're now well prepared, which is yep. it's good It's good to hear. It's good to see. Um, I can tell you the score in every Premier League soccer game today, but I don't know what Molly is. <laughs> and somehow this is... The only show, probably, that you should be a little bit ashamed. Like, come on, stop <laughs> talking sports and start giving us some drug stop stories. Stop knowing stuff about sports and let's talk about drugs. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's enough uh, screaming about Carlos Quentin and the Twins. Uh, yeah, we've already devoted more time to this move than it deserves. But it's like you said, it's not. it doesn't matter except that he's going to start in right field. And I just want to be pretty mad about it so I can get some of it out of my system before opening day. And they're doing nothing else, which is the problem. So let's hope that they come back at some point and do something to make their team better because as constructed, they're not very good. And, uh, and there's going to be a lot of trolling clearance throughout this summer if they don't take a big step up. Which I don't really want to do because every time I try to do it, I end up nervous and frightened and turning my phone off for the 7,000 notifications. It's just, you, <laughs> you don't try to out Nixon Nixon. Exactly. There's, there's no beating it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I don't, I know another team that we have locally that's, that's in midseason right now is the Wolves. I don't really think I have anything to say. They're still bad. Sam Mitchell's still bad. They're playing Lakers bad. right now. They're playing Lakers, one of the few teams that's worse than them. It's a winnable game. It's a very winnable game. Uh, they're going to, as it stands right now, probably have somewhere between the third and the seventh pick in a two-person draft. So back to our old ways, Who are as the usual. Who people in this draft? Well, as of now, again, obviously it's February, so a million things can change. But Ben Simmons is known as... It, as a consensus number one pick, he's the small forward, power forward. Out Australian. Of... He's an Australian. Yes. Yes, he is. Uh, he's playing for LSU, which is insane. I can't imagine how much uh, money they have paid him to go there, but good for you. You deserve it, and you've earned it, and take everything you can get, son. Uh, and then the next one is Brandon Ingram, and he's, uh, again, I think a, a, a wing. I believe he's 
playing for Duke. I, it's it's sort of hard for me to keep these straight, Duke, Kentucky, etc. But I think he's playing for Duke. And he's known as, as also, again, a pretty smooth player. And then after that, it gets a little tough because there's a... Buddy Heald. I want Buddy Heald from Oklahoma. Buddy Heald is... There's there's a guy every he's year who's like... He's years old, but by he's, God. He's, he doesn't ever miss. He's 27 <laughs> he years old. and he's, That's good, right? It is good. We'll see how long he can keep it up because he's been like pretty good for three years. Now, all of a sudden, he's made like... 75 three-pointers in a row or something crazy but he's uh yeah he's pretty fun to watch too he's like marshall and henderson but buddy. less annoying and his name's buddy. Many buddies hey, anymore, buddy you know yeah exactly so but then then the the third fourth fifth sixth seventh it's all gonna change but there's a bunch of euro prospects who could be good and could be shit um well i guess that's all prospects but uh but we'll see in your estimation brandon what do the wolves need most from next year's draft you know it's interesting i would say they probably need they could use somebody at every position they're not Hmm. you know they could use a really solid backups i guess center is probably the one they need the least Uh, and i would say a power forward is somebody that they probably need the most but i don't think that should stop them because even a good backup point guard would be great on the team and obviously you can always use help on the wings until one of levine or uh, Muhammad decides to to move their feet on defense, which will never happen. So, um, but no, Have I think if you can get a good power forward, a point guard or a shooting guard, I think we've decided that he's probably a shooting guard. But he's so. I want you to keep in mind that he's bringing up the he's bringing the ball up the floor right now as we speak. You know, I think that the story right now is that he is the worst player in the league when he's a point guard. But he's got some really shown some good flashes as a shooting guard. I don't know if I believe that. I think he's got a ton of talent and he's got a really smooth stroke. But right now he's just bad no matter what position he plays because he's so horrible on defense. Um, at least when he's shooting guard, he's not trying to facilitate. Um, but when he's on point guard, he's got the ball in his hands and he can usually create something. So he's. I've always thought it was really simplistic to compare him to Russell Westbrook just because both of them were went to UCLA and were really athletic felt kind of weird to me, but it, it honestly sort of makes sense just because Westbrook is better with a ball in his hand, but he's not what you would consider a point guard, a, a traditional point guard. Um, obviously the big difference is that Westbrook is amazing and Zach Levine is terrible. Um, so it's very small similarities. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll, t- we'll actually take that comparison because it'll make us feel better about ourselves. Yeah, no kidding. But he's been he's been bad this year too. But you know he's trying. He's not a you know he's not a total knucklehead. But yeah, man, tough to watch. It's it's insane how record is what it is. I mean, it's it's a lot worse than it, I I think it should be. But um, it's also what I've been most surprised about was how boring they are to watch or frustrating they are to watch most nights. You know they they have some good games, but. More often than not, it's they just look like shit out there, just so disjointed. So Mitchell's probably half right that when you have this many young kids, it's kind of hard to get them to play as a team. But I also think I I haven't heard a, a local coach with less accountability than Mitchell. You know, nothing nothing has been even remotely his fault so far this year. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna steal this point from Dave, but Dave has noted that Sam Mitchell is the basketball Mike Tice. Oh, okay. He's kind of Mike Tice was always like, "Well, we 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 practice this stuff. I don't know what you want us to do. We work on 
not having penalties before the snap, and then the Vikings would get called for 19 illegal motion penalties every <laughs> single game they played. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, and I think it's a balance. I, I understand it at some point, and I think that fans in general sometimes forget that these guys aren't out there actually playing the games, but you need to take some accountability, even if it's lip service, protect your players. Um, you know, Gardenhire, for all we made fun of him, was really good at that sort of stuff. Uh, it was fun when he got into protect your player mode because somebody would make one feint at the official and he'd be so frustrated that he'd just charge out of there and tackle the umpire just because he wanted to protect somebody so bad. He probably he bought himself so a year or two extra employment just for that just for that tactic. He, he knew when to blow off some steam, and that was fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so that's been really frustrating with Mitchell. I don't, you know, I, I would be absolutely shocked and this will be fun to listen back to in a year uh absolutely shocked if he's coaching for us next year but uh i've been he shocked before be. there's that, that just he's here for the rest of the year because they got thrown in just a bad situation and you know he'll coach out the year and they'll you know bring in a new coach bring in a new gm and we'll see how it goes from there that has to be what they do ah uh, i agree Yep, I'm gonna. It doesn't cross my necessarily fingers. mean they won't because God, you know, who knows what Glenn Taylor will do? But it's just it seems just obvious that that's what's going to happen. Remember when I said earlier in the show that Crosby was kind of having an off-scoring year? Yeah, he had a hat trick tonight. Huh. We call it a hattie. hattie. We call it a hattie. We do. We do. Um, I wouldn't know. I'm a Gopher hockey fan. We don't call him anything. You don't remember. We call him yet another lazy effort in a big game. Right. It's almost like the coaching isn't so good. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> I like that I managed to get Brandon just to give it an awkward pause because he was so mad that I kept talking about something stupid. No, I you know, I have a conflict of interest with the gopher hockey coach. Really? Yes. What's the conflict of interest? Uh one of my good friends is his daughter. No. Yeah. So I, right. I don't. I don't make. You got to talk a lot about this off air. Well, CCO. That's the whole. No, her sister. Oh, okay. It's so that's so I I just have always bowed out of those. That was John. That's like when you used to work for the. Oh yeah, and I couldn't say it. anything about over athletics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did a lot of. Shaking your head at the screen, but uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I have conflict of interest bowing out on that conversation, uh, and I also don't know what I'm talking about. So this is one of the times when I don't know what I'm talking about, and also will not talk about it, which is very rare for me. Um, but yeah, I think that's all the sports we have. We got through an hour of of nothing. We filled some dead air. So, so that was. Maybe we should be impressed and proud of ourselves. What are you doing for the Super Bowl, Brandon? You know, I have some amazing super bowl plans i'm very 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 excited my friend's bachelor party is taking place this weekend in jackson hole wyoming so i'll be there i'll be in jackson hole nice you know if it helps it's gonna be like 10 below there i don't know if that helps Uh, at all yeah the pretty people have nice warm clothes on so that's that's okay you know what the rich people say there's no bad weather only bad clothing Actually, that's the Swedish people say it, but I assume they're all rich. So, um, no, that's Norwegians. Norwegians are all rich because of the oil. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, so I'll be out there. I, I don't know if I'm going to be going skiing because I'm going to be kind of in and out and 
have been pretty busy lately, so I I don't know if I'll be doing that, but I'll definitely be hanging out and and watching the Super Bowl with uh, ten or twelve buddies, and I'm so fucking excited. Um, I am rooting for the Panthers pretty hard, but I'm not going to be heartbroken if the Broncos win. One, they're kind of fun, and I like when Von Miller dances. It's just great, just because I, I know grandparents all over the country are just fuming. And I also have money on the Broncos. So um, so that's that. John, what are you doing? I am continuing a tradition and going over to my friend Ross's house, and we will eat terrible food and all fall asleep in the third quarter because we're old. Oh, wow. Yeah, you are old. You know, something... I know of a substance that can help you stay awake. Is it caffeine? No, it's Molly. It's Molly. Oh, boy, I forgot what Molly is already. It doesn't have anything to do with Paul Molitor, right? <laughs> no, no, but you can also I'm do... Clock Ross, but it's, you know, one of those things with the Molly. Well, so. that's not a big deal. Yeah. Okay. And Stu, what about you? Uh, Mandy has already put in her request uh, to uh, just order some... Um, chicken wings and stay at home and be stressed out about the Broncos. Oh, right. Yeah. I think once you, it's your team, typically that's a really common football move, right? When it's your team in a big game, you kind of want to, yeah. Would you guys do that? Yeah. I was just going to ask, what would be your plan if the Vikings made the Super Bowl? God, speaking of Molly, um, (laughs) (laughs) man, I just, I don't, I don't even know. It's such a weird thing to ask. Like, what would you be if you were captain in your own spaceship? Where would you fly? It's just the thing that you don't think about because it's so, well, that's never going to happen in my lifetime. Why would I make contingencies for that? But right. I, well, you don't need to be the Vikings then. Some. I would probably, honestly, I would I would watch it with my dad. Then just... I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to get my brother and I'm going to get my dad. Mm-hmm. And the three of us are going to get in the car and drive to the urgent care and watch it from there. <laughs> one of us is going to have our dad. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> We'd have to make sure there was an, an ambulance on call at all times. I would watch it with as many responders. friends as possible. Yeah. To try to counter counteract mm-hmm. the emotion, because you know I'm trying to deny that I actually get emotional about sports. So if or, I, like foot, or like professional football, because it's just so awful all the way around. Yeah, so if I do that, then I can't freak out, and I can't be embarrassed at my behavior and be ashamed that I care so the more I could be around friends, the better. So that's what I would do. Can you even imagine what it will be like around here if that were to ever happen, if the Vikings were actually in the Super Bowl? Hmm. I can't even imagine. The, the, that two-week gap between the no. NFC Championship game and the Super Bowl? Yeah. It would just be insane. No, you're right. I'm smiling thinking about it, though. I don't know if it, it you know, odds are, I know I know how. Odds are it won't. But odds are it will. I mean, at least we're going to run at it over the next couple of years. So, I mean, yeah, it would be, I don't know, you know, yeah, obviously it's, it would, uh, it just sort of takes over sometimes, which would be pretty cool to have happen. It would, so it would be nuts. Well, I mean, we just need it to happen before old Zim dog dies. Pretty old much man. from rage. Yeah. from rage. It will be from rage. Of course. It'll either be football rage or lawn care rage or, you know, some sort of rage. Boat won't start in the middle of the lake rage. It'll happen to and Brandon, can I ask, some, can I ask somewhere you south of Cannon Falls, uh, Clarence Swamp Town will be felled by the same rage attack. At the same exact time. Yep. At the exact same time. 
Yeah. I have a quick question about the Timberwolves, Brandon, and then we can get back to Super Bowl talk. Yeah. Is it possible that Mark Madsen is playing for the Timberwolves again? Well, ordinarily I'd say no, that's legally impossible, but it's the Timberwolves, so I'm going to say, yeah, he's probably on the team. The, the, they currently have two goofy-looking white guys on the floor, and one of them's B. Jelly, but one of them isn't. Is that that Rudez guy? Who, yeah. Dam, he, he, Damien... Rudez or Ru- I don't know how to pronounce his last Rudez. name. I don't, I don't know. That. Oh, he is the guy that we traded Chase Buttinger for. He, we traded Chase Buttinger to the Pacers and got this guy. I think it was supposedly some sort of salary cap reason that they traded him, and he obviously was just not very good. And then got this guy back. So I don't. And know. the Tim rules were required. By the terms of the trade that they had to play him once this year, so they're doing it in the second quarter against the Lakers. I mean, no better time. Yeah, might as well get it out of the way. Yep, that's him. No, if the Super Bowl's in Minneapolis, just or if the Vikings are in the Super Bowl, just burn it all down before the game could even be played. You just can't can't take it. Yeah, it just it can't happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> When when they played the when they played the Saints and obviously we all know what happened at the end of that game, so at the end of regulation, I'm we're over at, my, at another friend's house and I'm sitting in the back room just despondent, like head between my knees, just unbelievably despondent. My friend's got his arm around me, trying to console me, like, "Oh, they could still win in overtime." And then he had to leave me and go outside because Dave was just walking around outside and he was worried that he was just going to lay down in a snowbank and try to kill himself. So you had to go get Dave and try to bring him back in the house. Watching with the Marthalers is never fun. <laughs> wow, man. I'd love to do a series of um, of just moments that you have freaked out beyond all comprehension over a sporting event. Do you have a lot of stories about, like... Uh, my freaking... Well, I'm trying to think. You don't need to think of them now, but can it just be like... Every once in a while, if you remember, yeah, I'll I'll try to remember. They're they're all sort of they're all sort of of the same piece of being just an unreasonable reaction to what is effectively a random coin flip series of events that are <laughs> happening to a bunch of people who are not me. So you don't have anything at the top of your head that could compete with Michael Rand screaming "fuck you, Malik Rose" at the top <laughs> of his lungs at a Tipper Wolves game. <laughs> Um, I can remember once when I was a kid, and I was probably too old for this to have happened to me, where I was just absolutely despondent. Like, I might have cried because the Gophers lost a football game to Illinois. The Gophers weren't good at the time. This was during the Jim Wacker era. So I'm sure I was too old, and I'm sure the game didn't matter at all, and I was just... They they lost right at the end, and I was just absolutely despondent about the whole thing. And the Gophers have continued on to disappoint me pretty much every year, at least twice like that since since that day. Lucy keeps putting that football down. Oh, I go to kick it every and day. You're like, I got this. Oh my god, got a good run at it. Yeah. Well, that's sports. That's what we all do. That is that is sports. Yep, that's sports. That's sports. All right, let's be done. All let's right. get. The I got nothing else. Yeah, I'm all tucked out. Stu is on his seventh uh, hop slam. Can't his eyes are crossed. Can't see straight. 
So we should get going. Got the one eye open Here's my thoughts in the Iowa caucus. <laughs> oh no! Oh shit! No. Let's, I uh... think they've had a pretty good year, but they lost to Stanford by a lot in the Rose Bowl. <laughs> you underestimate John Kasich, your own barrel, motherfucker. Turkey's a terrible mascot. That is quite enough. All right. Well, we'll be back next week with hopefully a little bit more sports to talk about. If you have any Ask Sportas, we'll you know. We'll have gonna... a Super Bowl to recap. We will have a Super Bowl to, to recap. We're going to yell about Carlos Quinn some more. And if you have any Ask Sportas, you know where to you know where to find us. They don't necessarily have to be sports. And actually, it's sometimes a lot more fun if they're not at all related to sports. But, um, yeah. Otherwise, thanks for listening. And we'll see you in a week. Love you. Goodbye. Fuck right off. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 